Hello, everybody. Welcome to Logical and Right. That is right with a W as in Wright County. This is episode number six. It's going to be another me episode, except we will have uh, a pretty decent outline to follow. We could also call this the St. Louis Park racial equity policy because this has to do with a document that was sent to me by my brother, as I have stated before, who is a, I believe, 23-year veteran of teaching at St. Louis Park Middle School. And recently, uh, they were, I'm assuming, all the teachers, because I will begin reading in here in a little bit, were given a final draft um, having to do with racial equity that is basically a guideline what I can only assume, what I can only assume they will be implementing and following come uh, fall when school starts because, as we all know, uh, who's going to go against this? I mean... I'm, I'm guessing my brother will speak up against it. Uh, his other, basically the only other conservative teacher there that he is friends with who at some point will come on. Uh, I'm guessing the two of them may say something about it or how insane it is. But other than that, uh, as we've found out um, through well, just reading anything and knowing what's going on in the public school system, no one's going to stop this. So come fall, I would imagine this will be implemented. Uh, And I realize that this is coming from St. Louis Park Middle School or St. Louis Park School Systems, which is not in Wright County, but I believe it is very relevant to Wright County and every county and school district in the state because if Walls is elected again and he has four more years come November, this stuff will spread like wildfire. We already know that it is, but the most disturbing thing about this document is the fact that they are no longer hiding anything. They're they're doubling, tripling, quadrupling, quintupling down on all of the things that they've been. Well, sometimes just blatantly saying this is not happening. We're not. This isn't. We don't do that in the schools. Uh, we're not teaching this. We're not teaching that. This document right here spells it all out. Uh, I mean, they even they even source where they're getting some of these um, potential policies from. So what I'm going to do is read uh, a section or read a paragraph, and then if there's something in there that I've got a thought on, I will give that thought. So I will read a paragraph or a section uh, uninterrupted, hopefully, and then uh, give 
my thoughts on it if I have any. Um, and so we will start right now uh, at the very top here. Final draft policy 103-racial equity. Overview. St. Louis Park Schools is seeking feedback from staff, students, parents, families, and the community on the new capitalized new racial equity equity policy that was created in alignment with the 2020 through 25 strategic plan for racial equity transformation. The purpose of this policy is to establish expectations and accountability measures for the district's work promoting racial equity and developing culturally relevant learning environments in order to create an equitable and anti-racist school system that honors all children, families, and staff. So right away, uh, we've got the, uh, the, the, the important words to look for whenever you know something is going to start going horribly wrong. Equity. Uh, do they say inclusion up here? Well, obviously we all the diversity, equity, inclusion, but um, right there towards the end, anti-racist school system. And we all know what anti-racist is because it was specifically described by Ibram X. Kendi um, in his book, which <laughs> you'll see here in a little bit, uh, Anti-racism is basically the means to combat racism by using more racism. I believe that's essentially exactly the words, if not, uh, if possibly not completely verbatim, but I believe that is what he has said. We need to combat previous racism with another form of racism. So here we go again. In the past year, the school board policy committee worked collaboratively with the superintendent, entire school board, and district leaders to write the new policy language with input and feedback on draft language from all stakeholder groups. Now, you'll see here in a little bit they have definitions for words that they use over and over again. Uh, they don't point out or specifically call out stakeholder. Uh, me not being in the school system anymore, I actually was a substitute teacher uh, some 12, 11, 12 years ago before getting into the glorious and luxurious and privileged career of ironwork. So I can only assume that stakeholder groups is the new woke ridiculous way to describe students in the school, uh, different minorities, different whatever, stakeholder groups, people who hold stake at the school. I don't know. I don't know how else to take it as, other than that. Uh, okay, once again, we know that public schools 
have historically embedded systems and structures that disproportionately target and impact our black, brown, and indigenous students in the area of discipline while not providing equitable educational environments. With our new strategic plan and the school board's resolution on equity and anti-racism and discipline data, we knew that writing this policy was a priority to guide the school district's work system-wide. Yeah. I, oh, I know what I was going to point out. So, as you'll see by the end of this, and at one specific point, um, they are very keen on pointing out race. They actually say race in this whole six-page document, or the word, or some form of the word race. Uh, race, racist, racism, racially, uh, etc., etc. They say it 41 times. Uh, and then at one point, which I will get to in a bit, that obviously becomes almost hysterical. I mean, comical in how hypocritical and insane and ridiculous this is. Uh, continuing, to seek feedback on the final draft of this policy, the school district is conducting focused conversations with stakeholder groups and inviting feedback through this thought exchange. That's this document that it was sent through. After school board approval, there will be education for teachers and staff and students and families for full implementation of this policy. Now, right here, this is hysterical. The school district appreciates your time and attention to this important work and is eager to hear your thoughts. Do any of us think they are eager to hear anyone's thoughts on this subject or this clown show of a document and potential policy if that thought is not completely in line with exactly what they want. I have a feeling, should my brother speak up, they are not going to be eager to hear his thoughts. So here we go. Policy 103, racial equity. Purpose. The purpose of this policy is to establish expectations and accountability measures for the district's work promoting racial equity and developing culturally relevant learning environments in order to create an equitable and anti-racist school system that honors all children, families, and staff. Uh, again, nothing but racial, 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 race, 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 equity. Uh, one, general statement of policy. St. Louis Park Schools is committed to the success of all students and their right to a high-quality education. St. Louis Park School Board acknowledges the historical, generational, and compounding reality of the systems, structures, and practices that have intentionally created and continue to afford advantages 
to dominant racial groups while perpetuating inequality for others. The district acknowledges and accepts its past and present role in creating and maintaining policies, procedures, and practices that result in predictably lower academic and graduation outcomes and disproportionate disciplinary action for students of color. Students of color is capitalized. That seems kind of funny. Should that be? I, I guess I don't know. Sorry, I broke my rule. Uh, action for students of color and American Indian, indigenous, and or native students relative to their white peers. The process of dismantling the systems that support racially predictable disparities in educational outcomes will take time and focused effort in moving forward with urgency, the district will actively engage in creating systems that are racially equitable by adhering to the following guiding principles. What is funny about that, or what is most humorous about their little overview, is calling it high-quality education. We all know that the public schools have been on an exponentially disastrous course for 20 years now. And I know I spoke about in one of the previous episodes, I believe, with Angie, um, Moms for Liberty, that I had a social studies and current events teacher no he was current events current events teacher and then one other class who in the 20 or in the in the 2000 election told all of us that he was not going to divulge who he was voting for gore or bush because he didn't want to influence any potential votes that would be coming from the seniors in that class this man was a gay liberal current events teacher in high school in 2000. Is that even feasible? Is that in the realm of possibility in today's universe that something like that could happen in a high school? A gay liberal teacher who I thought was awesome, he was one of my favorite teachers senior year, would tell his class, that he's not going to divulge who he's voting for. I mean, yeah, that that is how far it's, it's it has slipped. Um, where was I? Uh, oh, and then, yeah, this whole concept they have, uh, or this, this thing they speak of, um, high-quality education. I did a little research. Uh, I believe when I was substitute teaching like 12 years ago, St. Louis Park supposedly, the high school that is, was like number, I, I, I could have sworn they claimed they, had, they were in the top 100 of public schools in that year, in the entire nation, because uh, I believe Newsweek used to always do that poll or that ranking every year and now it's uh u.s news 
Um, but <clears throat> currently, St. Louis Park High School is number 82 in Minnesota, and it is number 4,748 in the entire country. Um, Edina currently is number 7 in Minnesota, and it is the 486th best in the country. Keep in mind, remember what I spoke about or what I mentioned before. I believe it was 1977 where Edina High School was ranked as the number one public high school in the entire country. It is now 486. Where is this high-quality education coming from that you speak of, St. Louis Park? Where, where is it going? Every one of these schools around here continues to get more progressive and more woke. And by your own standards, or at least your side's own standards, I'm not going to believe that U.S. Uh, news, the U.S. news website, or the one that now has the, uh, I guess, the, the, the that is the standard bearer for ranking school districts around the country. I'm not, I, I do not believe that they are some right-leaning news organization. So by your own standards, St. Louis Park, Andy Dinah, your quality of education that you're giving is absolutely plummeting and you have only gotten more progressive and more woke and filled your classrooms with teachers who are insane and superintendents who are insane i will continue where are we at resources okay so yeah this is that that overview was by adhering to the following guiding principles. Resources. Recognizing that students in the dominant racial, cultural, and linguistic group have historically had more access to educational resources than their peers, the district shall provide every student with high-quality and culturally relevant instruction, curriculum, support, and facilities and shall differentiate resources when necessary to accomplish this goal. This is one of the more terrifying parts of this entire document. And the part that I could not help but notice and go, holy F, this is bad. Uh, it is the last sentence or part of the last sentence. And shall differentiate resources when necessary to accomplish this goal. So differentiate resources. I take that to mean you're going to use different resources for certain kids based upon their color of skin and then the really scary word in that i believe or the two words when necessary to me that gives a teacher or a an aide 
or somebody helping in some resource room after school, the ability to say, well, I deemed it necessary. So what are you telling us here? Are you saying that if you've got one teacher in a classroom after school who's helping kids that are coming for a little bit of tutoring and you've got two kids of color in there and a white kid comes in, you're going to say, well, I deemed it necessary that I could only help the two black kids or the two brown kids or the two kids that were not white. And I told the white kid that he had to leave or that there was just nothing for him here that I could help with. Are are you going to use only some textbooks if you only have a certain number or I mean the possibilities are endless when it comes to that phrase shall differentiate resources when necessary to accomplish this goal that is just mind-blowing I my mind is blown I am without words other than the words that I just spoke Moving on. This is one. This is another one that's, oh, man. Student brilliance and high standards. Recognizing that every student brings unique brilliance and individual hopes and dreams to our schools, the district shall actively encourage support and expect students from all racial groups to meet high standards, high standards and shall collaborate with students and families to define measures of success. Again, what are you telling me? Or are you saying that grades are gone? You're going to collaborate with a student and his parents to say, well, I know that in the past an A meant 90% and above and a B was between 80% and 89% correct on a test, but since you families of color may see that differently, we're just gonna we're just gonna say that sixty three percent correct on a test is success, and that is now an A for that particular student. Just wow, wow, wow. Moving on. Employees. Recognizing the importance of a learning community in which students see themselves represented and validated by adults, the district shall recruit, employ, support, and retain racially and linguistically diverse, culturally competent, and qualified instructional support and administrative staff and shall provide professional learning opportunities to all employees to develop the skill and capacity to eliminate racial, cultural, and linguistic disparities in student achievement. This sounds like Kamala wrote it. I I mean, I think I understand what they're getting at, but what a bunch of word salad garbage. That's all I've got. I've read that. I've read that paragraph so many times, and... 
I, all I can <laughs> all I can come up with is they're going to eliminate disparities obviously by just dumbing standards down for everybody um and yeah just word salad um here we go racially inclusive learning environments recognizing that separation of students for academic interventions advanced coursework gifted and talented programs and special education often creates classroom environments in which BIPOC students, which is biracial indigenous people of color, that is what BIPOC stands for. Education often creates classroom environments in which BIPOC students and English learners are over or under represented throughout their school careers. The district will discontinue practices that result in racially isolated spaces and empower all students with opportunity to enrich for enrichment and differentiated learning to ensure readiness for college and career. Again, more word salad. However, the sentence in this one that makes me scratch my head is, Environments in which BIPOC students and English learners are over or under represented throughout their school careers. So both of those are bad. If students of color are underrepresented, you're going to make it so they are not by your definition of equity, the equality of outcome and if they're overrepresented, isn't that what you're striving for? Or if they become overrepresented, are you going to go the other way and say, well, shoot, now we don't have enough white kids in these programs. We got to start, we got to start, uh, um, taken things away from the students of color it makes it makes no sense uh ensure readiness for college and career oh yeah that's what that's what today's high school and college do for every everybody age 18 through 22 it's readying them for the real world what an absolute joke Moving on, discipline practices, recognizing that practices that remove students from the learning environment, such as suspension, disproportionately deny BIPOC students access to classroom instruction opportunities. The district shall foster safe, oh, that's a, yeah, sorry, uh, Students' access to classroom instruction opportunities, the district shall foster safe and nurturing school environments, utilize restorative practices to build and restore community, prioritize relationships, navigate conflict, repair harm, and seek to minimize loss of classroom instruction time due to disciplinary 
matters. Now, I think I've spoken about this before. So what they're saying is a student can do whatever he wants in classroom and he will not be removed. He will not be suspended and he will not be sent to in-school suspension. He will just remain in the classroom and continue to disrupt, hurt the learning of everyone around him, uh, possibly continue to be a threat to other students or a teacher. I've told the story of the student who threatened my brother. I will knock your effing ass out. He was sent out of the classroom, and I believe for the day and was back in class the next day and the school even asked him do you I believe I, I think this is I think this is the case the school asked him or had to ask him if he felt threatened by having the student in class don't you think there's a problem if your disciplinary actions that you were taking against students are causing you to have to ask that teacher if he feels threatened that the student is still there in the classroom. Pure insanity. Pure insanity. Moving on. Cultural and racial literacy. Recognizing the importance of cultural and racial literacy for individual development, college, and career success and democratic citizenship, all staff and students shall be given the opportunity to understand racial identity and the impact of their own racial identity on themselves and others. Yeah, but uh, I, don't, I don't know if I have anything for that other than <laughs> the usual. Family engagement. Recognizing that students and families are essential partners in education and the individual, classroom, school, and district level, and that BIPOC families and linguistically diverse families have been underrepresented or excluded from participation in school, the district shall create linguistically and culturally revel. Re I don't know why I can't say that word today. Relevant opportunities for collaboration and communication and environments that reflect and celebrate the identities of our student, staff, and community. Okay, word salad, once again. Now we move on to the section of definitions, i.e. a word, and then how they define that word. And here we go. Here's where they have doubled, tripled, quadrupled down. They're not hiding it anymore. Um, I believe the uproar, or at least part of the uproar, out in Virginia in the Loudoun County school districts was that they were pushing critical race theory in the classrooms, and then the school was saying, we're not doing that. And then parents we're saying, and I remember specifically this on an episode of Megyn Kelly's podcast, where she said, as they were telling you, they weren't doing any of these things. You could go 
to the school website and you could look at the suggested reading or the books that they are reading or having students read and there it was right on the website of the school district all these books that were pushing exactly what they were saying we are absolutely not doing that in school so here we go the first definition anti-racism the active process of identifying and eliminating racism in st louis park public schools by changing systems organizational structures policies and practices and attitudes so that the power is re redistributed and shared equitably and students learn at high levels and have their spirit energized and enhanced and then in parentheses it says source dr ibram x kendi alberta civil liberties research center st louis park public school strategic plan so there you have it they're sourcing ibram x kendi who is the foremost pusher of critical race theory today which I've, I mean, you know, you hear the, the left loves to say, well, define critical race theory. You don't even know what it is. And it's, I think it is easily definable. It's everything you're doing right now by making race the most important thing by telling students that are in elementary school or middle school or preschool and kindergarten that due to the color of their skin they are disadvantaged whether they've <laughs> been in class for one day or 10 years um i mean yeah the uh, a, a critical theory even has its own Wikipedia page, and I believe I've looked it up before, critical race theory has its own Wikipedia page. Wikipedia is by no means a conservative news source. So Wikipedia acknowledges that critical race theory has a definition, and it's not a short page either. There's plenty that it explains about critical race theory. So if someone ever says, well, you don't even know what critical race theory is, you can't explain it pull up the wikipedia page you could you could probably read for an hour and not stop and give them a full definition of a leftist website's um interpretation of critical race theory so yeah back to back to our document here right out in the open source ibram x candy the person who said we need to combat racism with more racism. Awesome. Uh, definitions. BIPOC. Black, Indigenous, and People of Color. Definition. <clears throat> Culturally relevant teaching. The process of using familiar cultural information and processes to scaffold learning emphasizes communal orientation focused on relationships, cognitive scaffolding, and critical social awareness. Okay. Uh, 
I don't have much for that other than I don't think the woke mind reads something or I don't think the non-woke mind reads that and truly translates it into whatever they're trying to say other than a very general and basic uh, understanding that they're scaffolding learning. I mean, I'm on scaffolds a lot. Just one thing on top of another, I'm guessing. Uh, Focus on relationships, cognitive scaffolding, and critical social awareness. Okay, got it. Educational equity. Educational equity activities promote the real possibility of equality of educational results for each student and between diverse groups of students. Source, National Alliance for Partnerships in Equity. Educational equity is when educators provide all students with the high-quality instruction and support they need to reach and exceed a common standard. Well, what's funny about this one is they admit what equity is. It is to promote the real possibility of equality of educational outcomes. They say it right there. Equity is equal outcomes by any means necessary. We bring the bad students up however we deem necessary and however we possibly can, and we make sure the good students get destroyed so everyone is equal in the end because that is what matters. Terrifying. Equity. Equity is defined as the state quality or ideal of being just, impartial, and fair. The concept of equity is synonymous with fairness and justice. It is helpful to think of equity as not simply a desired state of affairs or a lofty value. To be achieved and sustained, equity needs to be taught, needs to be thought of as a structural and systemic concept. Word salad, but I think it's funny that the definition right after the one that I just read is equity, and they explained equity in the previous by saying educational equity activities promote the real possibility of equality of educational results. The party and the side of total hypocrisy and irony. That is who control the public schools. Definition. Racism. The belief that different St. Louis Park schools stakeholders possess distinct characteristics, abilities, or qualities based on their skin color, especially so as to distinguish them as inferior or superior to one another. Source, Merriam-Webster and Courageous Conversations. Yup, moving on. Removal from learning environment. Encompass any type of school disciplinary action that removes or excludes a student from the usual instructional setting or learning environment, including in-school suspension, out-of-school suspension, and expulsion. Again, you can do whatever you want. 
you're just going to stay in school. Maybe you'll leave the classroom for a bit, maybe not, but you'll be there because it's too important to not have you in class learning this garbage that 99% of the teachers are teaching. Even if it means every single student around you is suffering. Uh, oh, and that that brings me, or that reminds me of a story, the only other outspoken conservative at my brother's school uh, told me a long time ago where she went to a, um, you know, one of those the teacher functions or some some class to make her learn the right, to educate her the right way. And she said that they kept saying that black students have a different culture and they have a louder culture. And they kept saying so that when a black student is loud in class, that is part of their culture. Okay. Understood. But what the, what the teacher workshop was basically telling her was that if a black student is being loud and possibly disruptive, that is not something that you can discipline because it's part of their culture. I mean, <laughs> again, r racism r right there by saying, well, no, the, the, the black student just can't understand what it means um, to be polite in a classroom and not disrupt and not interrupt and not just follow the rules where you sit down, you do your work, you listen to the teacher, and you behave. Hypocrisy, irony. Amazing. Uh, where was I? Restorative practices. Restorative practices is a social science that studies how to build social capital and archive social discipline through participatory learning and decision-making. Source, International Institute for Restorative Practices. Restorative practices are processes that proactively build healthy relationships and a sense of community to prevent and address conflict and wrongdoing. If that's not hilarious, build healthy relationships and a sense of community by making classrooms suffer and students miserable that they are unable to learn if one student is disruptive and <laughs> parent yeah and and parents uh irate that their child is falling behind because they are getting kneecapped in order to not make the classroom or to <laughs> kneecapped in uh, what am I trying to say? Kneecapped. Their children are getting kneecapped in their learning in order to preserve fellow students' ability to act in whatever way they want, even if it is hurting those around them. Equity. Equality of results. Uh, we are now on to number three. 
uh, a new section, accountability measurements. The board shall conduct its business in alignment with the mission and core values of the district and goals stated in the policy. The superintendent shall establish in accordance with this policy such plans and procedures as necessary and appropriate to accomplish its purpose and intent. Plans and procedures shall include clear accountability for actions and oversight and shall include metrics for evaluation. Professional development. The district commits to providing annual and ongoing professional development for all St. Louis Park staff members. The professional development should deliver strategies to assist staff in reaching the goals set forth, set forth by the district's strategic plan. This will also include an expectation that all staff will have the opportunity to understand racial identity, the impact of their own racial identity on themselves and others, and the provisions of this policy. District staff shall, within the parameters of their assigned duties and responsibilities, comply with and execute such plans uh, as are designed to address the values and the goals of this policy. This includes, but is not limited to, attending and engaging in professional development connected to this policy, understanding their own racial identities, understanding the impact of their own racial identities on themselves and others. Reflection on growth in culturally relevant teaching using evidence-based practices. I just realized that I may have skipped a page, but there is one definition that I need to find here in a second that is, again, one of the most hypocritical and ironic parts of this whole entire document. Where is it? Okay, I found it. So this was just the continuation of the definitions. I must have gone from page 3 to page 5. But um, here, the one that I missed was right after equity and it is inclusive education inclusive education is about embracing everyone and making commitment to provide each student in the community each citizen in a democracy with the inalienable rights to belong inclusion is a belief system not just a set of strategies Association for Supervision and Curriculum Development. Um, I'd say it's kind of funny that they're using the term inalienable rights when I <laughs> believe that, uh, yeah, isn't that under our Bill of Rights and the... Uh, the the process and what the schools are doing right now with this set of guidelines and principles that they're going to start pushing is anything but what the Bill of Rights set or anything in the Constitution. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, learning environment. 
refers to the diverse physical locations, contexts, and cultures in which students learn. Students may learn in a wide variety of settings, such as outside of school locations and outdoor environments. Again, what are you saying? Are you saying that if a student believes he's not he or she is not doing well inside the classroom they just get to leave do they get to go sit outside the classroom in the outdoors and demand that a window be propped open so they can listen through the screen what exactly does that mean and again my favorite question of the left where does it stop such as outside of school locations and outdoor environments. How are you possibly going to pull that off if three kids want to be taught outside because they don't like the inside of a classroom? Or what if those students feel that they would learn better sitting up in the front of the class in the teacher's chair? What if they feel that they would learn better in the back corner of the classroom under a childish fort of sofa cushions and fleece blankets. Is that where that's going to go? Where, where does it stop? Okay, here's the one that is just, beyond again, mind-blowing beyond belief. Race, their definition, race. Race is a socially constructed system of categorizing humans largely based on observable physical features, phenotypes, such as skin color, and on ancestry. There is no scientific basis for or discernible distinction between racial categories. The ideology of race has become embedded in our identities, institutions, and cultures, and is used as a basis for discrimination and domination. Every single word they have spoken in this document up until this point is exactly what this person is claiming race is. Does that make sense? Their definition of a race is basically trying to say race doesn't matter or there is no difference, discernible distinction between racial categories. We've just spent the last 50 minutes talking about how important race is through your own document that you have sent out to all your teachers. That is the epitome of hypocrisy and irony all rolled into one. I, it, it's, almost, it's almost like they threw that one in there to see if anyone's paying attention. This whole entire, um, this whole entire, uh, this whole entire guideline is based on the importance of race and how, in their eyes, one race has been better or oppressing or better at oppressing the other race for all this time. And therefore, we now need to go the other direction 
i.e. Ibram X. Kendi's anti-racism. But I have a feeling that they, they don't see <laughs> the irony in using that definition for the word race. Racial equity, acknowledging and accounting for past and current inequalities and providing all stakeholders, particularly those most impacted by racial inequalities, the infrastructure needed to thrive. Intentionally, including stakeholders, intentionally, sorry, intentionally, including stakeholders of color in decision-making that impacts their lived experience in St. Louis Park Middle Schools. Two, engaging, sustaining, and deepening conversations about race. Three, recognizing and valuing the race and culture of all St. Louis Park School stakeholders under the belief that comes through the diversity and expression of our shared humanity. So recognizing and valuing the race when the previous definition says verbatim there is no scientific basis for or discernible distinction between racial categories. The ideology of race has become embedded in our identities. I'll say so and you say so here in the very next definition. Recognizing the value, recognizing and valuing the race and culture of all St. Louis Park public school stakeholders. Unbelievable. Creating, uh, four, creating learning experiences that are culturally and racially relevant. Five, academically, academically rigorous. Um, I would beg to differ. Understanding self culturally and racially, working towards proficiency in other cultures and races. Seven, opportunities for critically and rationally conscious leadership development. Uh, Racial identity. Racial identity, the next definition. Racial identity is externally imposed. How do others perceive me? Racial identity is also internally constructed. How do I identify myself? Understanding how our identities and experiences have been shaped by race is vital. We are all awarded certain privileges and or disadvantages because of our race, whether or not we are conscious of it. Source, Smithsonian National Museum of African American History and Culture. And if you remember from the previous episode, Walter Hudson brought up the Smithsonian Guide to Whiteness a few years ago. I believe it was under Obama where this the Smithsonian Institute was built. <clears throat> and here is a few um, here is a few identifiable aspects of white culture, according to the Smithsonian. Ideas of individualism, individualism, self-reliance, and autonomy. The nuclear family with a father, mother, and children. An emphasis on the scientific method of objective, rational, linear thinking. The Western and Judeo-Christian tradition and Christianity as the norm. The notion that hard work is the key to success. Respect for authority and private property. Planning for the future. 
holidays based on white history and male leaders, justice based on English common law, politeness, and written communication. Those are apparently all white values and white characteristics, which can only mean that all of those things are not black characteristics or the characteristics of people of color. I mean, it doesn't get more racist than that. Uh, anyways, that is the end of this insanely woke guide that all of St. Louis Park will be following come fall. If Walls wins again, this will be everywhere if it's not already into Wright County. But I'm not sure if any of us have actually been able to go through and read the exact wording and the definition and the guidelines and the policies that they are going to demand every teacher follow come this next school year. I truly believe that there is no coming back from this. You don't put something like that out into the school systems and have it get implemented and then at some point be able to write that ship or correct that insanity. Uh, if Walls gets another four years, I would say that's it. The public school system is completely lost. There will be no coming back. It's over. All right. My surely millions of listeners, uh, another long one, but I would say wildly, wildly important to know that this is the garbage that is going through the schools. And it has to be stopped. Run for city council. Uh, get on your school boards. However, I mean, if it's possible, get superintendents in there that are not as insane as some of the members of my family and the people that you see on TV. Okay. That's it. Signing off. Keep it logical. Keep it right. Right county. Rock and roll.